We are going to look in the Bible to one verse today, the book of Proverbs, chapter 25. So turn to Proverbs right in the middle of your Bible, and we're going to read one verse of the Bible. Now, I normally don't have sermons on one verse, but this one just, it had a lot in it, and it was so rich that I felt that it was important to, to read it and then to learn what God has for us in it. So Proverbs chapter 25, and as you get there, we're going to read the 19th verse of this chapter. So Proverbs 25 and verse 19, and it says, confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like a bad tooth and a foot out of joint. And may the Lord bless his word as we have it read into our hearts today. Now, I don't know uh, about you, but I think we have times of trouble. <laughs> I think we live in times of trouble. Not that there are always times of peace and everything is going the right way. I think they did a survey of history over thousands of years, and some prominent historians estimated that out of 5,000 years of recorded history, approximately 250 of those years were years where there was no recorded war. So you can imagine that there have been very few years where you didn't have a war going on somewhere, some way, somehow. So trouble is universal to the human experience. We literally right now do not have heaven on earth 100%, do we? We have a whole lot of evil that is on the world because of sin. And sin has caused this environment of trouble. And it's a real environment that we don't easily escape, but there are ways to adapt and handle trouble, and then there are wrong ways to deal with trouble. And this proverb is telling us about the wrong way to deal with trouble. So the number one thing he says, and the very first point he makes is, do not misplace your confidence in troublesome times. Don't misplace your confidence. You see, the problem with this Proverbs is that you have confidence in an unfaithful man. That's a misplaced confidence. And in our times, there are so many people who have faith in the wrong thing and the wrong person, and they, they, they have misplaced their confidence and their trust. It's a disaster to have confidence in things that are not going to work and in things that do not agree with truth and with people who do not agree with what is right. And, and so this proverb is telling us some things about how we should not misplace our confidence. Uh, the Bible says this about faith, that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So faith is something that's essential to please God. Hebrews 11.6 also says that we, without faith, it is impossible to please God. So you can't even please God at all without faith. So when we have confidence in those that have no faith, that is a mistake, and that's going to cause 
problems. Now, in this misplacing of confidence, there's two very important things that he teaches. Number one thing he teaches under here is that who is it that we should not have confidence, uh, in whom we should not have confidence? Who is it in whom we should not have confidence? And he says it very plainly, we should not have confidence in an unfaithful man. An unfaithful man. It's very important to know this because if we have confidence in an unfaithful man, bad things are going to happen. And it's, it's proven throughout history. It's proven in your work. It's proven in your family. It's proven in life that if you have trust in an unfaithful man, it's going to go bad for you and everyone else. So what are those characteristics of an unfaithful man that makes it so bad? Well, for one thing, an unfaithful man is worrying. I mean, literally, he's worrying all the time. He's in a panic because he doesn't have faith. And the unfaithful man doesn't know how to deal with adversity. They will lash out with emotional responses, but will have no ground for actually dealing with troubles. So they are worrying, but also they are worrisome. They are going to cause great worry on those around them and frustration. The unfaithful man, he is a problem in so many ways. And when you don't have faith, you will find yourself in a place where you're not doing what you need to do. I know for a fact that in our world, we have a lot of troubles, do we not? And, and I have to say to you that are we not, do we not struggle sometimes just to have the energy to do what we need to do? And I, I have to confess to you, sometimes I've, I feel a lot closer in my energy level to Joe Biden than I do to Donald J. Trump. I can tell you that. I mean, I physically think about the energy it takes to do what we have to do things in life. And, and it's hard. This world saps your strength. But we are told in the Bible that we need to be faithful. That means full of faith. And so an unfaithful man is the opposite of that. Now, not just is the unfaithful man worrying and worrisome, but... There are four things that he does that causes problems. And those things are first, he is filled with abuse. See, the unfaithful man abuses those who are under him. I mean, literally, people are suffering directly because of his unfaithfulness. And it leads to their demise. But he not only has abuse, but he also uses people around him for his personal gain. So he abuses people, causes them harm, and he uses people for his own personal gain. But that's not enough because the unfaithful man has on his list of things that he does is he recuses himself from any responsibility in life. Ah, uh, that's not in my department. That's above my pay grade. I don't have the ability to deal with that. So he recuses himself from any responsibility. And he also refuses to do right things. So he refuses 
Absolutely. He will refuse to do the right. He refuses to be faithful. He refuses to do what God wants him to do. And that is the reason why the scripture tells us that he has two negative effects upon people. And the first is, it's like a bad tooth. Now this summer and late spring, I had two bad teeth. (laughs) And I mean, it's not fun having a bad tooth, is it? You are filled with pain and it hurts and it hurts and it hurts. And and if you're like me and you just put it off, put it off, put it off, you don't get it taken care of fast enough. And then when you try to take care of it, the doctor closes the office. So uh, brother, Brother Joe knows about all that. But we know that when you have a tooth pain, that is a suffering that none of us really enjoy going through. So in the, the scriptures here, he says that if you put confidence in an unfaithful man, it's like a bad tooth. So it's a painful ordeal, and it is painful. And until you fix it, it's going to keep being painful. Let me tell you what kind of person the unfaithful man is. The unfaithful man, he literally will, if he could get a bribe for making the ship sink, he would, and he would do so. Literally, if he could get a bribe for making the ship sink faster, he would do so because he is just looking out for himself and he doesn't care about the sufferings of other people. If you're led by the unfaithful man, you've got great problems in your life. Now, we live in bad times. I, I, I saw this uh, just recently, and our, our days are so messed up that it's affected the dog population. I mean, the dogs are, are going and, and are getting crazy because I heard the story of regular dogs talking among one another, and the regular dog saw a police dog, and they say, look out, it's the cops. I mean, they got the dogs mad at each other. It's so bad. And these troublesome times in which we live, it's painful to or go through it. I don't like seeing troublesome times, people with great fears and great heartaches and people dying of sickness, but also dying of violence in our land. It's a, a, a big struggle. But he also mentions here a second bad effect of the unfaithful man, and that is a crippling effect. Notice he says, it's like a foot out of joint. Now, again, if you've had an injury to a foot, you know you have to hobble around. It's not fun hobbling. It's not fun at all. You can't walk. You feel crippled, literally. And that's what having faith in an unfaithful man is going to do. It's going to have a crippling effect. It's going to reduce your effectiveness. It's going to Uh, uh, reduce your ability to get things done, and it's going to ruin, really, your uh, uh, overall general welfare. So we know that that's a very damaging thing to actually have faith in an unfaithful man. Now, that's kind of simple, but now we don't want to leave it there. We don't want to only avoid something here because we really want to do something positive and to change. So how can we do the right thing? How can we change in such a way? And so the remedy for putting our faith and confidence and trust in an 
unfaithful man during troublesome times is to first ourselves be full of faith. We need to be faithful on our own. And how do we actually become full of faith? Because that's what faith is. It's faithfulness is being full of faith. Well, number one thing we could do is don't let sight guide us. If we are only letting the news affect our emotions, we're gonna be hurting ourselves. If we're only looking at what people say and not what God knows, that's gonna hurt us. If we're looking at the weather and we're getting depressed over the weather or if we're getting depressed over any other items of things that we see, then we are gonna fail God. You know, the Epicureans were people who were uh, philosophers who lived 2,000 years ago. Their number one good in life was pleasure. They said that you don't know truth except through the five senses. So for them, only the senses tell you anything. And for the Epicurean who was a pleasure seeker, now in fairness to the Epicurean, they did believe that intellectual pleasures were important too, because you could read through your eyes, and which is part of your sight. But, it, but we know that the Epicureans did not have the whole story because they don't, because God is invisible. <laughs> so we, can, we have to believe in him, but he is invisible to us. So since he's invisible, but he's still there, it's important for us not to rest only on our sight. Another thing that we need to make sure is that we don't need to quit believing, okay? Don't quit believing. We got to keep on believing. If we keep on, then we win every day that we keep believing. And don't give up. If you've ever started a good habit and you got into a good habit, it seems to be it's easier to lose a good habit than it is to start a good habit. Don't you agree? So easy to lose a good habit. So you gotta keep the good habits. You gotta create them and you gotta keep them because God wants us not to quit in our good habits and we don't wanna quit believing. And another thing that a faithful person's going to do is they're gonna act as though it's already reality. You've got to act as though it is the real thing. A faithful person is not gonna worry. They're gonna say, all right, I, I put into God's hands. He promises to take care of me. So either what I want's gonna happen or something better. You hear what I'm saying? So either what you want is gonna happen or something better is gonna happen. So you win both ways. That's what the faithful person has going for them. I think of the great prophet Daniel. What a great man. One of the men I wanna meet someday in heaven is Daniel. What a godly man, full of faith. Now he was a slave. Did you know that? He was a slave, but he rose to be a great prime minister of two empires. That's, that's quite an accomplishment. And you know why? Because he was full of faith. He believed God and he trusted God and he wasn't a perfect man. He prayed to God and he confessed his own sins, but he was full of faith and God blessed Daniel. And, and I am so glad that the Bible records his story. So we need to be faithful. Second thing is that we need to, as a remedy, recognize faithful people. <laughs> we need to be looking out for faithful people because those are the people you want to put in positions of trust. 
Now, if people are going to get the job done and they're going to stick with the job and they're going to do a good job, put those people in charge. But if they're not going to look out for what's good, if they're going to be people who are going to uh, deride people of faith, and they're not going to show proper uh, respect towards people who honor God, then you need to recognize that they are not faithful. So we need to recognize the faithful people and put them in positions of influence. You know, we need that in this country. We need godly people in positions of influence. It is a shame and disgrace that somewhere along the way, we have said that you can be atheistic, you can be of any religion in the world, but if you're a Christian, somehow that disqualifies you from public service. How ridiculous is that? Daniel was a godly man, Joseph was a godly man, and both were essential to helping the people in their day, and they believed God. So we need to recognize faithful people. So we need to look out for them. And if they're not faithful, then you need to pray that they will be faithful. That's an important thing. And another rem remedy, and this is the perhaps very, very, it's, it may be the most important, is that we should put our confidence in the faithful man, Jesus. There has never been a, a man on earth who's been as faithful as Jesus. Every other man is going to disappoint you. Every other man is going to do wrong, and you can't put your complete trust in any human. But you can add uh, any human on earth. But you can put your faith in Jesus because guess what? He 100% did right and he was faithful. He was so faithful that the book of Hebrews says that he has a name higher than any angel. He has a name higher than any human being. His name is so great that there is no one who com commands respect more than Jesus Christ. And when you feel that all the people that are over you are unfaithful, when you feel that you're, you're literally going through the sore tooth, the bad tooth, and, and you're hobbling along on that out-of-joint ankle, you remember that there is one man who is faithful, and that is the Lord. He is faithful, and we need to put our faith fully in his hands. There's been, there's no one compared to our Lord Jesus Christ. And so uh, if we were to reverse this, <laughs> think about this now for a second. Let's reverse and what would be the opposite of this verse? So confidence in the faithful Jesus in time of trouble will keep you from having the bad tooth and the foot that's out of joint. <laughs> in other words, you won't have that kind of pain in your soul and the suffering that you have that would be associated like a bad tooth, and you will not be crippled. You'll still be effective. You'll still be to able to walk. Now, I believe this. I believe it 100%. I believe that God wants us to be faithful in times of trouble. I think God will reward us in times of trouble by having confidence in him and putting him first. And I am so glad that when I heard what John MacArthur said out in California, you know, they were giving him a hard time because he wasn't wearing a mask or whatever. But here's the point. They've been really breaking, you know, creating problems for that church. 
And, and they said, well, what are you gonna do if they arrest you? He said, well, I'll start a jail ministry. <laughs> I think that's a good mission, you know? I mean, if, if he's doing what he feels God's leading him to do, the, the, the government doesn't have the power to stop him or shouldn't. And I think God is not limited by the rules of men. God can bless in amazing ways because our generation is not the first generation to face disease. Did you know that? They, this, this world's gone through some hard times. Uh, I heard a story when the great plague was going through Europe that over in Spain, they got news that one out of every four people were basically dying. Now, this is not 25% of cases. This is 25% of the people dying. Now, that's what I call a real disease, don't you? I mean, that's a real problem, and it's, it makes our problems even look small, and our problems sort of are pretty big, evidently. But those people were really losing people, and, and it spread all through Europe, Africa, and Asia. So they got news about it. And, and, and they didn't know what to expect. Can you imagine how they felt there in Barcelona knowing that here comes this disease and they didn't know what to do? That would have been rough. And it wiped out maybe as much as one-fourth of the entire population of the world on those continents. So bad times can happen, folks, and it can get worse. There's no doubt. And God is the one that we need to put our faith in completely. We need to know that if we put our faith in the unfaithful man, if we're trusting those who don't even trust God, how can a person be faithful if they don't trust God? They don't have faith and they don't have the faith that counts. We literally have people today that deny the Lord in our 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 cities, they deny the Lord and they cause great problems for people. I, 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 if you lived in a major metropolitan area in this country and you defended your property, you would be the one going to jail. You would be the one persecuted, folks. Now that sounds like a sore tooth, a bad tooth and, a, and an ankle out of joint to me. And that's a reality because we have unfaithful people running our cities in America. And the last thing we want to do is let those people control the rest of us. But we need to pray. We need to pray that God will touch these cities, touch the people in them, wake them up to the sore tooth, wake them up to the ankle that's out of joint. And if they can have open eyes to see this reality, because I'm going to tell you right now, the bad tooth and the crippled foot, you don't hide that fact. Nobody hides that fact because it's a fact of life that everybody can see. And while we can't see God, we can certainly see the faithful man. And we can see the faith because that faith is demonstrated on a daily basis when we put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And though we cannot see how we're going to get through to the end, they can see that we believe in the one who will get us to the end. And if we have that kind of faith, that is visible and noticeable and measurable in this world, God will help us so that we won't have those, those bad teeth. And so we won't have the ankle out of joint. And we need to put our faith in the man who calmed the sea and the waters 
and who did all those wonderful things that the Bible says, and his name is Jesus Christ. Look, if he conquered death, he could help us to live every day faithfully because we're not here forever anyway. We're gonna leave and exit, and when we do, we need to make sure that we will be found that we were full of faith, full of faith. And I believe God will bless us if we're full of faith. Just remember this advice in everything you do, whether you're hiring somebody at your work, whether you are electing people to any office or whatever you may do, confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like a bad tooth and a foot out of joint. Not pleasant. We need to do the right thing. Let's ask God's blessing today. Lord, would you please help us? We live in times of great danger. We live in times when people are unfaithful and we've elevated people who are unfaithful to positions of influence. I don't know the people who are on the Supreme Court, but Lord, I want them to be full of faith and I want the faithful ones to be in charge. So Lord, would you help the people have wisdom so that we would elect people to that august body and put people there who are gonna be full of faith. Because we have had years, Lord, that the people who are in charge of our highest court have not had the best interest of you or the best interest of the people at heart. And we've seen the satanic power that has resulted over our land and it has been destruction and it has been confusion and it has been a true depression upon the souls of individuals. So now, Lord, would you look over our country, look over our states, look over our cities and counties and give wisdom and restore faith in you in all these levels. In Jesus' name, amen.